Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am coming to you right on the heels of Germany's thoroughly dominant and just incredible victory over Armenia. And before we even get started, yes, I'm going to tell you this. I'm impressed with what I'm seeing. I'm happy about what I'm seeing. And I get it. There's uh, There are a lot of people out there who are really... You know, saying, hey, cool your jets, it's just Armenia, and I get it. I totally understand your perspective. Uh, but what I would say is, I mean, just look at this team now and how they're playing compared to the last round of qualifiers under Yogi Love, and I think that's enough of a reason to be excited about things. So let's kick this off and we'll get things started by recapping the game. Obviously, with a 6-0 scoreline, Germany was just incredible throughout the contest, and especially early on. And it was Bayern Munich's own Serge Gnabry who got things going off of just a beautiful pass from Leon Goretzka. The play started uh, with Timo Werner feeding Goretzka. Goretzka just chipping a nice little pass to Gnabry, who rifled home a shot. Uh, just excellent play all around. And that was the creativity and relentless attacking that we've all been looking forward to seeing for years now. And we're finally starting to get a glimpse of what this squad could be. Um, so, yeah, that's <laughs> that was a heck of a way to start in the sixth minute. And you wouldn't have to wait too much longer to get that second goal, as it was Gnabry again off a feed from Marco Royce in the 15th minute uh, that put Germany up 2-0. And you could see right at this point, Armenia was just completely overwhelmed. And Germany was not going to let up. They were not going to ease off. And if you remember... Going back to the Euros this summer, Germany played England fantastically for 12 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was, and then they backed off, and then they got complacent, and that didn't happen today, and yes, Armenia is not England. We know that, but the change in philosophy is a welcome sight here. I am very happy about how I saw Germany continue to attack. In the 35th minute, we saw Marco Royce chip in with a goal off of a butt assist from Timo Werner, which I know there are a lot of Werner skeptics out there, probably very angry that he got credited with an assist on that. But yes, he got the assist. You like that? If I had one of those uh, snare drum things or whatever they're called, I would I would have done that. That that thing, I would have done that there. But uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Marco Royce did the the heavy lifting on that, and uh, it's good to see him get on the score sheet as well. He is a player that could really play a big role for Germany, Not maybe not in the starting lineup, but definitely as a contributing substitute. Uh, so much talent with that guy, and he can do so many things, and I think he genuinely makes players around him better. For all of his other faults, which I know, if you ask Bayern fans, there are many, I, I think this was a step in the right direction for Marco Royce. And in the 45th minute, Timo Werner finally got on the score sheet in this one off of another uh, quality assist from Leon Goretzka. Uh, Werner deserved this one. I felt like he was working hard and making runs and, and challenging the Armenian defenders, and it was well-deserved in my book. So, And, of course, I would say that because I am hashtag Timo time guy, but I thought that Werner was one of the good players in the match, and I know he probably could have had a couple of other goals, but listen, this is all a rebuilding process right now. <laughs> uh, Hansi Flick has a talented roster to work with, but he's rebuilding their confidence. He's rebuilding the attacking style. He's rebuilding that aura of relentlessness. So we need to see good performances from players like Timo Werner because when he is on his game, he is an impact player. Uh, in the second half, 
A very interesting uh, goal and a nice shot from Jonas Hoffman, uh, of course, from Borussia Mönchengladbach. And Hoffman played this game. He started as the right back. And again, very, very interesting placement there by Flick since uh, we had heard last week that both Flick and Julian Nagelsmann like Hoffman as a player and they like him as a right back especially. So that is something to keep an eye on for the summer of 22 in Bayern Munich. The more experience Hoffman gets playing right back and the better he looks playing right back, you could easily make the case that he could be a player that Bayern Munich you know, checks back in on in the summer of 22 and perhaps uh, makes an offer to bring in. Uh, from that point, we saw a lot of subs come in. Jamal Musiala, Musiala Florian Verts, Ilkay Gunduan, Kareem Adiemi, and... Uh, and Daniel Rahm all came into the match uh, over the course of that span, which was from the 60th minute to the 83rd minute. And, of course, Adiyemi came in and had just a fantastic interplay interchange with Florian Verts. The two worked so well together. Uh, it was just a terrific give-and-go. And Adiyemi put the ball in the net to give the game its final margin of 6-0, I came away thoroughly impressed with Germany. I thought that the starting lineup looked great, and I credit Hansi Flick with a lot of this. And one of the big tasks he had coming into this new venture for him was to rebuild Germany at a time when they had to intermix young players with older players to get the best out of it. Uh, of the group that he has. And this is very similar to the 2018 World Cup where Yogi Love failed tremendously to do this. Uh, but right now, what I see from Flick is he took a starting lineup, he moved some players around, and including using Hoffman as the right back. He finally put the double pivot of Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka together. And I thought that that was as stable as the, as the Germany midfield has looked in such a long time. We saw Goretzka having the free flow to go wherever he wanted and especially get up into the box and create some mayhem for Armenia. And Joshua Kimmich sat back a little deeper, you know, kind of surveyed the field, saw the openings, made good passes, was there to contribute defensively. I, I was really happy with the play of the midfield. And I think a lot of this just goes back to Hansi Flick and his style of play and implementing what he thinks will work best. But even more than anything, convincing these players that they can do this and they can perform this way over the course of an entire match. And I think that that's the biggest thing right now is he's changing the mentality, that kind of woe-is-me, beaten-down mentality that Germany has had. I would be thoroughly shocked. I mean, I, 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 would, I can't even explain to you how surprised I would be if we saw anything approaching that devastating 6-0 loss to Spain that Germany had uh, not so long ago. So I think with the way Flick is implementing these changes in the lineup and integrating new players and weaving in the veterans and getting the most out of everyone. He is setting Germany up to not just gradually get better, but maybe to start skyrocketing up toward the top of the list of teams that we should consider as strong contenders for the World Cup next summer. Uh, otherwise, some of the other observations I had, Serge Gnabry, which is a monster in the first half, and I can't express to you enough how how important this is for Gnabry and for Bayern Munich, if you want to look at it from that perspective too, because he needs confidence. He needs to build some consistency and going out and having solid performances with Germany is only going to help that. 
thought Gnabry was great. He looked like to have a real attacking mindset. He didn't look like he got lost in the flow of the game like he sometimes does with Bayern Munich. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, he just seems to play better for Germany than he does for club. And I don't know if that's just a mentality thing or if it's a comfort thing, but he's starting to look like he's finding his form and his goals today were, were incredible. I mean, it was just a great performance in the first half that really helped carry the squad and ignite the offense and, and get everyone motivated to, to really take it to Armenia. And it's very interesting because when you look at players like Gnabry and Leroy Sané and Timo Werner, Hansi Flick is drawing the best out of them. He's getting the best effort from them. He's getting them to be confident throughout their failures over the course of the game. And he's just instilled a relentless style. And relentless is the key word for me because that's the way they looked. They were always attacking, always looking to make the run always looking to overlap, always looking for the quick interchange in combinations. I, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by what I saw from the squad. And I do attribute a lot of this to Hansi Flick and his ability to work with these players and figure out and strategize the best way to deploy them. I think, again, we'll, we'll talk about that it's only Armenia and it was only Liechtenstein, but this is great progress. It's just two games, but it is great progress. And I don't even care about the end result were the final scores, just like I didn't with the 2-0 victory over Liechtenstein. I could have cared less what the final score of that game was. I was happy with the progress I saw, the change in mentality, the change in offensive style, and they weren't boring. Germany has been boring for years now, but this was not a boring style of play. It was really fun, and the players looked like they were having fun. And that, to me, that's a big key. If they're with the national team and they are having fun with it, they're going to perform better. Uh, I really couldn't be happier with the way things are evolving under Hansi Flick. This is a great start. It's only two games, but he's done so well to get this team motivated, get them all working in the right direction. And he's done this without players like Thomas Muller and Mats Hummels, who when they come back are only going to make this roster stronger. I mean, let's think about that. Germany looked so creative and relentless today without their best pressing, uh, whether you want to call him attacking midfielder or forward, however you want to say that. Without him, uh, you know, and he's a player who not only can find space but create space for others. They are working together, and to me, you know, I couldn't be happier after two matches and getting the results that they did. Iceland won't be easy. It'll be a bigger step up, a bigger challenge. But with the way Germany is playing, this really could be uh, the start of something really, really good. And if it is, it'll be a lot of fun for Germany fans. This is going to be a heck of a journey over the next calendar year or so as we start to steamroll uh, through the World Cup and eventually get past that just to see how this all evolves and how it all moves on and how Flick is able to get players in, who he selects, and how he uses them. Because it looks like he has a plan, and I'm not sure that Yogi Love had any plan post-2014, to be honest. And that's... That's a sad thing because I feel like he was given the keys to a brand new BMW and didn't know how to drive it. And uh, listen, I can I can tell you that the talent pool since 2014 in Germany might not have been as deep as it was prior to that, but it was still filled enough to have competitive, good teams that could play in big games. And to be honest, I can't remember the last time I was confident in Germany entering a big match. So... Progress is progress. You love to see it. 
Uh, and I am looking forward to the Iceland match. So I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening. It has definitely been, uh, it's fun to do one of these when I think a lot of people will be happy. Uh, after the Liechtenstein game, I didn't think, you know, I thought I knew that I was going to hear some, you know, some derisive remarks about the final score and that Germany should be winning bigger than that. But you know what? A win is a win. Progress is progress. So you can find any of our contributors on Twitter. You can get me at the Barrel Blog. You can, of course, always follow the site at Bavarian FB Works. You can get Jake at, at Jefferson Fenner. You can get Tom at Tommy Adams 71. And you can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. For the latest and greatest football news, buyer news, Germany news, and transfer rumors, be sure to visit BavarianFootballWorks.com. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Drop me some comments either on the site or on social media, and I'd be happy to have some uh, interplay with you guys and talk about the match that way too. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.